Another edition of the Detroit Sports Betters podcast presented by our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Kyle Bogey, of course, will get to our buddy Matt Kowalis a little bit later on, doing a great job of breaking down the NBA playoff cards. Also, as he called it and coined it, I believe, one of the most important UFC cards and most loaded UFC cards uh, coming up on Saturday evening. So certainly a lot uh, that we can dive into, you know, the NBA playoffs are really in full swing at this point. And I'm not going to lie, I was pretty surprised by what transpired uh, on Friday night before we get to Saturday. And of course, uh, a pretty busy slate on Sunday uh, as well. But the Hawks at home, game three, very, very enticing, favored by one and a half, if I'm not mistaken. And the Sixers end up really being in control the entire game, up by 20 most of the second half. They win 127. Uh, to 111, and um, you know you can say Joel Embiid flopped his way uh, into a victory, but for a guy who's playing with you know an issue with his meniscus, I, I mean, nearly coming up with a triple double, undoubtedly leading the way for the Sixers in this one, and that's despite Trey Young going out there and having a very very strong performance. But it's pretty clear Atlanta is going to need some more support, particularly uh, from that bench, but. Philly has been one of the longer teams, one of the more athletic teams, one of the more versatile teams the entire season. And, you know, for all the people that want to say Doc Rivers can't win the big one, can't do it in the playoffs. Well, Philly obviously has something they would like to say about that, although it looks like they're going to run into a buzzsaw, whoever comes out of that Bucks net series, which we'll get to uh, a pretty critical game four coming up in just a couple of minutes. But want to at least take a second to talk about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, not only my favorite sportsbook, also America's top-rated sportsbook. I love using DraftKings. It's easy to navigate, plenty of instructions for new bettors, nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook. I know you will, too, okay? And there's a great offer going on. DraftKings Sportsbook putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in site credits. That's right. Any basketball team still in contention, $1. And if that team wins, you win $100 in site credits. Don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook also offering great odds and promotions in baseball, hockey, and so much more all week long. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use promo code DSB when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code DSB for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, And wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 or older, Michigan only. Wager paid out in site credits. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. And game last night, again, another Friday evening. And I I texted my buddies. I I was pointing to game three. I actually, I texted my friends at halftime of game two. And the Suns were, I think, were only up by, you know, six, seven. No, actually, the Nuggets led by a couple of points at halftime. And I said, this series starts in game three. Phoenix is going to win. And, of course, the Suns ended up, you know, winning that game, coming back in the second half. Now, I did expect Denver to mount uh, a charge and ultimately win game three at home, particularly in Denver. That's when I expected them to get a game. And then that would have made game four very, very intriguing. But. Chris Paul and the Suns had other ideas, and, you know, I, I mentioned Chris Paul first. Obviously, Devin Booker's the star. He's the centerpiece. He's the franchise, but, man, what an addition Chris Paul has been uh, for the Phoenix Suns. I think I saw, if I'm not mistaken, this morning, 33 assists and three turnovers for Chris Paul uh, so far through three games in that series. So incredible efficiency, and Paul obviously getting 
the Suns into every set that they need to. He has a great way of just having the right tenor, uh, the right pace. He's, he's a total veteran and a true point guard. Uh, 27 points for him, eight assists. Like I said, you know, just two turnovers in that game. Devin Booker leading the way for the Suns with 28. Uh, surprising, I would say, that the Nuggets weren't able to get game three. And now they're in such a hole. I mean, can they get game four? I, I, I'm not really sure. I, this is clearly the point where it's obvious the Nuggets are missing Jamal Murray. And, you know, Nikola Jokic is unbelievable. 32 points, 20 boards, 10 assists, an incredible triple-double uh, in that game three. But Jamal Murray is the other firepower that, that he needs in that partner. You know, Aaron Gordon with a miserable performance. I think he started 0 for 8 from the field, finished 2 for 10 with four points. Just not enough from the supporting cast, although Denver's bench uh, with Will Barton's reemergence coming off that injury and all that missed time. And then certainly Monte Morris, the Flint kid, Flint Beecher, uh, with 21 points and five assists off the bench. But, you know, Jamal Murray, obviously, is a guy who can go for 50 points. And when you don't have that and you're trying to compete against a team who has been, you know, the best team in the NBA, or at least in the Western Conference most of the season in the Suns, you're going to come up short. And that's, I think, really what we're seeing here um, in that series. So can Denver take game four? We'll get into that in just a second. But uh, very disappointing game three performance if you were a Nuggets backer because I, I really like Denver in that one. Uh, and I thought they would come through. Now, Saturday night, just one game on the slate, 8.30 tip on ABC. That's going to be game three between the Clippers and the Jazz. Uh, of course, all the way back in Los Angeles now. Jazz really dominating the first couple of games. Donovan Mitchell has just been unbelievable, the best player in the series. And, you know, I figured Utah would grab game one. I, I expected uh, the Clippers to, to put up a fight in game two, and they did. I mean, they got down 20 in that third quarter and then chipped away, chipped away, chipped away, um, and, and got it close once again. But, you know, the Jazz able to hang on in the fourth, and this is the pivotal game three here. You know, if you're somebody who believes that this series could potentially turn, that the Clippers could come to life and make it interesting, this is it. You know, this is the game at home in L.A. Kawhi Leonard needs to be the best player on the floor. And Paul George, you know, pretty disappointing performances so far. Um, you know, the Clippers have obviously been hit or miss up and down kind of all season long. And this would be the game where if you want to try and change the series, you got to go out there and get it. Clips favored by, excuse me, opened by four. It's now out to four and a half. So clearly some money coming in, it seems, uh, on the Clippers. I don't know if I love laying the four and a half, but if I'm going to take a team to win this game, it's got to be the Clippers. So if I had to sit here and say, hey, who, who am I going with in game three? I'll say L.A. rises. Uh, Kawhi Leonard leads the charge. The Clippers supporting cast does a, a better job than they have in the first couple of games. And Clippers end up taking game three, which would set up a very intriguing uh, game four. Also interesting, the uh, the former Piston, Luke Kennard, got in on the action uh, the last couple of games in this series, too. So uh, certainly need that for floor spacing. And, you know, if the Clippers are going to do this, they're going to have to check a little bit more as well. Donovan Mitchell's just been unbelievable <laughs> in that series. We shift to Sunday, and there is going to be a couple of game fours. And it starts at 3 o'clock in the afternoon with the Bucks and the Nets. Milwaukee, of course, still at home. I love the Bucks in game three. And they ended up hanging on just enough, basically outlasting 
the Nets, you know, a low-scoring affair. The Bucks have to play some defense. They have to find some answers defensively. And, you know, they were able to do that in Game 3, and they win 87-84. You know, felt like a, you know, an old-school kind of defensive, you know, type of slugfest. But can they do it in back-to-back games? That really is the big question. I, I thought something that really stood out and was very interesting, and we'll see if it transitions over to Game 4, you know, P.J. Tucker and the Bucks kind of getting in Kevin Durant's face. And one thing that, that Kevin Durant has proven over the years is that, man, if he, you know, gets somebody coming at him a little bit, if he gets uncomfortable, you can get under his skin. And I, I do like the strategy of the Bucks kind of starting to bully him around and make him think twice uh, when he goes to the paint. Is that enough, you know, to, to get over the hump and tie this series and send it back to Brooklyn uh, tied at two? Probably not. You're still going to have to play quality of, uh, offensive and defensive basketball, but you know I, I do love that strategy. There's no doubt about that. If if I had to sit here and you know pick a side, I mean the Nets opened up as a one point favorite. It's out to two now. So the Bucks, you know, you can catch two points at home game four. Yeah, I think the Bucks tied. I think this series is going seven. I I think the Nets are the best team in the Eastern Conference, and ultimately I think they're going to move on. And I think they go to the NBA Finals, and I think it would be a huge disappointment if they don't end up winning the title this year. But I'm going to go with the Bucks to tie the series. Giannis with a, a resurgent performance. Chris Middleton, obviously much better, um, you know, in game three as well. But it was mostly the supporting cast and I, I think the effort on the defensive end. So uh, we'll see. But I, I would ride the Bucks um, catching those two points at home in game four, send it back to Brooklyn for game five, tied at two apiece. Um, now, the other game, game four, an elimination game already. Suns trying to get to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, you got the Nuggets at home and trying to essentially stay alive, even though it, it seems hopeless at this point. Um, if Nikola Jokic can go out there and put up 32 points, 20 rebounds, 10 assists, and the Nuggets are going to lose and lose by 16 points like they did in Game 3, I don't know how Denver wins a game. So Phoenix opened up as a two-point favorite out to three. I'd lay the points in that one, ride the Suns, and they are going to sweep their way into the Western Conference Finals. Certainly a lot there and a lot that, that we can – you know, discuss and comb through. But, um, you know, obviously, I just don't know how Denver mounts a charge and wins if Jokic can put up a stat line like that and they lose the way that they did uh, in that game three. Quick peek ahead, at least, um, to Monday night. Obviously, we'll wait to see what happens with the Jazz uh, and the Clippers. They'll play at 10 o'clock on Monday night. But 7.30 tip between the Hawks and the Sixers. Right now, it's game four. Hawks obviously trailing the series 2-1. Uh, Philly three-point favorite right now, so Atlanta catching three points at home. I think, personally, I think the Hawks absolutely can tie this series. I know Philly is is deep. They're long, and Beat is playing well, especially through the injury. But I think the Hawks tie this series. They have really had their back against the wall in several instances this season. And they've risen up, and they've been absolutely fantastic. So uh, I'll take the Hawks at home. A young team, get excited by the crowd. Uh, Philly, you know, they don't know how to handle success success yet. I think they're still learning that. Um, so just, again, an early peek ahead. We'll obviously have another podcast next week. But um, certainly looking at that line, I like the Hawks uh, catching three points. If we can get to three and a half or four, I would love it even more uh, by the time tip-off on Monday evening actually comes. Either way, should be a fun weekend for betting. A lot going on. We'll get to uh, our friend Matt Kowalis in just a second. Like we've talked about, you know, Matt is – uh, the owner and founder of Serenity Medical CBD. If you want to support him, you want to support Detroit sports bettors, uh, look into his CBD line. It's a, a local 
company. He's got an incredible story. If you want to check out the Serenity Medical CBD uh, YouTube channel, you can find out more about Matt's story and how he ended up getting uh, into this business. So um, really, again, if you want to support, that's the way to do it. Matt's going to have a very detailed numbers breakdown uh, of the NBA playoffs this weekend. And of course, uh, the UFC card, which, as he said, is a very, very deep, deep event. So should be an excellent weekend uh, if you are paying attention. And by the way, if you're looking for something to drink this weekend, you got to go with Coppercraft canned cocktails. Uh, I mean, they have done an unbelievable job of stepping up their game and I think changing the game, too. I mean, everyone's getting involved in seltzers and all this stuff. But Coppercraft has said, no, we want craft canned cocktails. OK, so we're talking about rum punch. We're talking about Moscow mules in a can ready to go. You know, we're talking about essentially an Arnold Palmer in a can. OK, you don't have to worry about going and buying your chaser, mixer, whatever you want to call it, and getting the alcohol. And you got to do it all together and find the right combination. Coppercraft does it for you. And they are absolutely sensational. It's a hot weekend. Weather obviously starting to heat up. Coppercraft canned cocktails taking great care of you. You can find them anywhere. Just go try them. Go grab a six pack. Pour them over ice or not. Drink them straight out of the can, whatever it may be. I'm telling you, these canned cocktails are terrific, and they take the effort of having to make your mixed drink totally out of the equation. Coppercraft Canned Cocktails, a Michigan-based company as well, so you always want to support local. Here's Matt Kowalis with his breakdown of the NBA playoff slate this weekend and, of course, uh, UFC. And welcome back to the Detroit Sports Betters podcast. I am Matt Gwallis, the admin for Detroit Sports Betters. And always, this podcast is with two of my great friends and business partners in Mike Sullivan and Kyle Bogenschutz. And again, as always, this, uh, this podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, who is offering Detroit Sports Betters specific promotions in both the Sportsbook and DFS. So if you have not downloaded that app, we highly recommend you do so. Okay, today is Friday, June 11th. Yesterday, we were coming off of the Utah Jazz and the Los Angeles Clippers, where the Jazz won that to go up 2-0 in that series. And then we had the Brooklyn Nets against the Milwaukee Bucks in just an ugly, low-scoring game where somehow Milwaukee was able to uh, squeeze that one out. I think they won by one point. Pretty surprising to me the way that that game went. It was just slow, both teams missing shots. No one really stepped up. Um, I expect Brooklyn to rebound and clean up that series. I still expect that series to maybe go 4-1, 4-2 Brooklyn. So honestly, not too worried about that. Brooklyn should have won that one. Um, but for the Clippers, I still, I'm still siding with my Clippers in game seven. This is going to be a huge game for them. Um, again, if you were to look at those odds and you are also in on the Clippers, you know, you can, you can bet that. You can find those odds on DraftKings Sportsbook. You can bet the Clippers will win in maybe seven games. Um, you can do a series line, something like that. So I am still going to be on the Clippers. I'm still going to be riding the Clippers. I still feel confident about this. This is how basketball goes. But at the same time, I can understand if you were someone who wanted the Jazz because they are only going to get better when Mike Conley comes back. I personally am just riding with Kawhi, and uh, I don't really like Paul George, but – his, uh, I guess, his low-key half-ass Robin and Paul George. But it, the past two games, Donovan Mitchell has shown that he is probably the best player on the court. He has stepped up. The man is hitting threes. He is confident. He is getting the crowd going. He's getting his team going. Now we'll see what happens when he gets to L.A. As for today, 
We will be going over the two basketball games today in the Philadelphia 76ers uh, heading to Atlanta to face the Hawks and then the Phoenix Suns heading to Denver for the first time as well and facing the Denver Nuggets. Okay, so we'll be covering those. And then we will also be covering the UFC card this Saturday. It's a very exciting card, potentially the best of the year. It's definitely the most stacked card of the year. And there is an athlete on there who is with my company, Serenity Medical CBD. His name is Brandon Moreno, Moreno and he fights Davison Figueredo for the flyweight championship. So definitely check that out. I'm very excited about that because he has been an athlete of ours for about a year now and just an awesome guy. He train, he does everything right. Um, he's a family man, just trains hard, gives back to the community. And uh, I'm really excited for that fight because to me, they got a controversial draw in their last matchup. This is round two between Brandon Moreno and Davis and Figueredo. And again, it was a very controversial draw, and I thought Brandon won that fight. So I'm really excited to see it run back. After the fight, Dana White looked at Brandon Moreno and said, hey, that was the best fight in the history of the flyweight division. So this is a highly anticipated rematch. The same card has uh, Israel Adesanya and Marvin Tori. It has Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz. Bilal Muhammad is on this card, this fight card as well. So I'm pretty confident you'll know at least one of those names um, within that card, and it's going to be a really exciting matchup. So let's start off with the basketball games today, though. Um, for starters, we have the Philadelphia 76ers going to Atlanta to face the Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta is currently plus one at home with that spread. And for me, I am going to be going with Philly again. I'm going to be signing with Philly minus one. Again, you guys do know that is my Eastern Conference championship pick. That is my NBA Finals championship pick. I did not buy into the Lakers at plus 400. I thought their road was too hard. I did not buy into Brooklyn at plus 200. I felt like if one player went down, then their road got far, far tougher when they go against these deep teams. And it is kind of going like that. I mean, the Lakers were eliminated, so I was definitely correct there. With Brooklyn, James Harden is down with a hamstring injury right now. So that's exactly what I was worried about, especially with a plus 200 championship bet. Who wants to take a plus 200 championship bet? I went with Philly instead. I think they're plus 650 or maybe even more. So I, to me, too, the way that I looked at that series is if Philly and Brooklyn does play, the biggest mismatch for Brooklyn is Joel Embiid. Atlanta is a little different because they have Clint Capella. He's probably the second or third best five defender. And what I mean by that is the center um, defending another center. And for Joel Embiid, the toughest competition that he can have is probably Clint Capella or Rudy Gobert. So, but he's still been playing incredibly well. And I have Philly minus one here because news broke about DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter, unfortunately, is out the rest of the uh, the playoffs with a meniscus tear, I believe is what it was, which is really unfortunate. It must have been a more serious tear than, uh, than some other meniscus tears, because when, when your meniscus tears like that, it's definitely something you can play through originally, but it depends on the percentage that is teared. So um, it's also a quick recovery. So DeAndre Hunter will be back. He'll probably be back uh, next you know, probably by summer ball, honestly, just, uh, I've torn my meniscus before and I got surgery on it and I was good in two weeks. So I think it just depends on the severity of it. And, uh, you know, but that's definitely a bummer because Deandre Hunter is someone who can cover. He's a very good defender. He's versatile. He can run the four, he can run the three. I wouldn't really run him in the five, but he's long. He's very good for guarding someone like Tobias Harris. He would be good for guarding someone like Kevin Durant. 
Um, so now there's mismatches, you know what I mean? Because they do have Trey Young, they have Bogdanovich, and then on the other hand, Philly has Ben Simmons and they have Tobias Harris. And I did speak on that last time in my YouTube video, and Tobias Harris came out and had like 18 points at halftime because they were exploiting that matchup. What they can do and what they need to do is to bring Clint Capella out of that paint. He is a great paint defender, but Joel Embiid has a great jump shot. So like I said, if Joel Embiid starts hitting a couple threes and Capella gets away from that paint, then the 76ers can take advantage of mismatches. And those mismatches lie with Trey Young and Bogdanovich because they have Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris. So they need to run some pick and roll. Once they get that switch, they can take advantage of that because Trey Young is not a good defender at all. And I mean, it, it is, it's just tough when you're going against Ben Simmons or it's tough when you're going against Joel Embiid, what they want, they want to get Trey Young on Seth Curry. They want to get Trey Young on Danny Green, but if the Sixers run it correct, they can take advantage of that. So that is why tonight I'm still riding with the Sixers. I'm going Sixers minus one. I also have the under 224.5. Um, I think this could be a little bit of a slower game. Atlanta uh, last game went under the first game. I, it just went too high. I don't expect that. Both these teams are very good defensively. Um, Atlanta has picked up the pace in the playoffs. So I guess I could understand if you went the over, but for me, like I've been honestly just riding unders this, in, this entire playoffs. Uh, NBA teams tend to step up their defense in playoff games. They tend to, um, once you get that lead as well, they team, they tend to slow it down in the fourth quarter. So, yeah, I'm just going to keep riding with the, the unders here, and I'm going to stick with the 76 in Atlanta going under 224.5. One thing I did want to point out, because I'm not trying to crush um, all the Atlanta fans' hearts here, is Atlanta plus 100 did grade out with an A. So the, the sites that I use generally give letter grades for how good of a play it is, A, B, C. And then I kind of, I have my own plays in my head and then I kind of go and compare and contrast with other sites and with other companies that I use. You know, like I said, I was part of a DFS pro team for about four years. So you're always comparing and contrasting your plays with other people's and I continue to do so. But Atlanta grades out as, but they plus 100 grades out as an A, um just based off odds based off simulation stuff like that so if you are someone who is on atlanta i could understand that but for me yes maybe i'm a little biased but philly is my championship pick and i expect them to win this game i think deandre hunter going down is far far bigger than people realize because now there are there are more mismatches and dude atlanta is a deep deep team like they really are. And they needed DeAndre Hunter because they're more so deep offensively. Like Gallinari, he's someone who can shoot the basketball. Lou Will, he's someone who can shoot the basketball. But they really needed DeAndre Hunter, who's someone who can come in and lock down on defense. And then they still, like Cam Reddish is hurt as well. So when this team is full, if they have a full squad next year with another year under their belt, another year um, under Trey Young, you know, the coaching, the team, they could be pretty dangerous and the Eastern conference is back to being the Eastern conference. So um, that was my nickname for him when LeBron was in the Eastern conference, because they were just absolutely brutal, but the Eastern conference has gotten way, way better over the years. Um, they're deeper and the teams like one through six, I would say are even better than that of the Western conference now. So 
again, going over those, I had the Sixers minus one. I had the under 224.5. I wanted to point out that Atlanta plus 100 is an A in the simulations that I did see. And then two other things I wanted to give you. The series line. The series line for the 76ers on DraftKings Sportsbook is minus 1.5 at plus 110. That means if the Sixers win four to two, you get that, you're going to win that bet and you're going to get it at plus 110. I already have that bet in. I actually did a parlay for a bunch of those bets. Um, so that's one thing I did. I did uh, 76ers minus 1.5. I did Denver minus 2.5. So that means they'll basically projected to win four to one. I did the Clippers plus 1.5. So that means they can uh, lose by seven games or win in seven games. And then I also did Brooklyn minus 2.5. So that kind of sucks because they gave that game up last night, but all good. That happened. It's basketball. You know, basketball is, is punch counter punch. If your team loses, you can't get down on them like that. It, there's been oftentimes in basketball too, teams have lost the first game and then went, went on to win four in a row. It's, that's how it goes. That's the NBA, you know? So, and then the last pick for that game is Trey Young. Trey Young over 27.5 points. He had a little bit of an off game last uh, last time out. And I think this is one that he really bounces back. When he is, when he is at home in Atlanta and that pace is going, yeah, Trey Young is definitely the guy who's facilitating the offense. He's leading the offense with that pick and roll, getting to the middle with that floater. And then if you start going under that screen, he's going to pull up for three. So I do. I like Trey Young tonight at over 27.5. Now, going into the second game of the night, I don't have as many plays for this game. But again, I still, you know, the Suns are getting points now. I don't know why the Suns are getting points. I'm just going to keep riding the Suns. I'm going to be on the Suns plus two here. And for this game, I'm going to be over 223.5. I'm, I'm doing both of those for two reasons. For one, the Suns were just, they're just a better basketball team across the board. They have, they have better players. They have better defense. They're the deeper team. Like I appreciate, I very much appreciate what Denver is doing and how some of their bench players are, are stepping up like Monte Morris, like uh, Howard, um, yeah, I, I really would love, God, this would have been a great series, Jamal Murray, but you just missed Jamal Murray. Aaron Gordon is not like some off huge offensive threat. Um, he's a good player, but he's not some great threat. And then if Michael Porter Jr. ain't putting up 25 a game, I really don't think you're going to win. And he, Michael Porter Jr. has not been playing good basketball. He's not been playing consistent basketball, but I, I believe his back is spasming. And if that's occurring, that's the problem that he had before. So if his back is spasming now, then they're definitely going to be in trouble. And then Jokic, it's a tougher matchup for him going against DeAndre Ayton. So again, I'm going Denver plus two. I'm going over 223.5 just because of what I saw last game. I saw both teams were really starting to get into a groove against each other. There wasn't as much defense. They were going earlier in the shot clock and they were going after the shots they want. So because of that, I like the over 223.5. It did, the over did hit the other uh, in last game too. But the reason that it hit last game was more so because of, it was kind of just garbage time blowout. Like the, the second unit, both second units were making shot. Um, Najee Harris was making shot. Like that guy's a low key bench guy. He gets no minutes. But when he comes in, he fills it up. So that kind of sucked when I had the under in that game. So when I saw him come out and start suing up shooting, I was like, shit, because he is that dude's got a wet jump shot. 
But, uh, but yeah, so that's what I like in this game. The Suns plus two and the over 223.5. And then I also like the Devin Booker over points. Um, Devin Booker definitely went under his points last time, but it was more of a team game with the Phoenix Suns. And Devin Booker just needed what he did it to, he needed to do. He did not shoot bad by any means, but he just didn't shoot in volume. And, and that's kind of because, because Chris Paul kind of came out and Chris Paul was showing that he was feeling healthy again. He had a great game. He had a double-double. And uh, now I think it shifts, and I think it goes to Devin Booker tonight, and I like his over points. And the only reason I don't have that is because it wasn't released at the time that I'm doing this podcast. So I recommend you check that one out as well. So the two people that I like with their point props tonight are Trey Young and Devin Booker. And uh, like we've talked about before, when you are in the NBA playoffs, your best player tends to take over the game. Okay, and that's what I that's what I expect to see tonight. So very excited for those two games. You know, this has been playoff basketball has been just hype, hype. Uh, Tune in, watch. And then again, to give you guys a pick for this one, I would take Phoenix minus two point five for the series line or one point five. Take what either one you like. I don't think Denver gets a game if they do. They get one. So you'll still cover that minus two point five series line. And if you're feeling you want to be a little safer, take the minus one point five. They do not have the firepower. I guarantee that. I guarantee that Nikola Jokic, he, he, he would have to have a 40, 50 point game for them to win. And then you have to have Michael Porter Jr. coming back with a 20, 25. It's just tough. They just don't have the firepower right now. They really, really don't. And that's, and even if you do that for one game, you're still covering that minus 2.5 series line. So that's just one I would say, think about it. All right. So shifting gears and we are going to the UFC 263 card. Um, What a card. Adesanya versus Vittori is highlighting. And then the co-main event is Moreno versus Figueredo. Two championship bouts. And then you also have Leon Edwards facing Nate Diaz, which is another great one. Everyone loves uh, watching Nate Diaz fight. So I'm going to start with the heat and then I'm just going to work my way down because the first matchup is Israel Adesanya against Marvin Vittori. Okay. This is their second time facing off. The first time Israel Adesanya won in a split decision, which means both fighters won rounds and, but Izzy ended up winning two rounds and Vittori ended up one. I've watched that fight about five times. I still do not understand how the refs, Graded that two to one. I still think it was three to one Adesanya. Yes, Adesanya could have done a bit more, but he was just keeping distance and picking uh, Vittori apart. Yes, Vittori was able to take down Adesanya. And I think there, if there is one glaring weakness in Adesanya's game after his, li- after his last fight, it is his takedown defense and it's his ground game. So if Vittori can get him to the ground, then yeah, I could see this more so going Vittori's way. But Vittori did do that last time. He never progressed positions. He kind of just laid there like a wet blanket on on top of Adesanya. You don't get points that way. You need to move positions. You need to do damage while you're on the ground. So because of that, I'm I'm going Israel Adesanya. Israel Adesanya is a minus 275 favorite for this fight. So it's not like some crazy, crazy odds. But if you ever do want to increase your odds, you can add to the Israel Adesanya knockout. And that is a, his knockout is plus 188, which is what I like. I think he's going to knock out Vittori. I do like Vittori. I think Vittori is a talented fighter with a bright future. But you're going to get, 
Like, I believe his last fight was Kevin Holland, and now he's coming, stepping up to go against Adesanya. That is just a big step up in class. And uh, I think Adesanya has something to prove, too, for sure. He's coming off a loss. He went up a weight class, and he's coming off a loss. Now he's coming back down. So he's got to show he's still the king of the division. You know, if you can knock out, and to me, if you can knock out Whitaker, then you can knock out Pretori. So I'm going to be going with the Israel Adesanya. He is minus 1275 for that victory and plus 188 for the knockout. And those will be the two choices that I would go with. Okay. Up next, my favorite, Brandon Moreno versus Davison Figueredo. Again, I am somewhat biased here. Brandon Moreno is a Serenity Medical CBD athlete. He is uh, working with my company hand in hand. And we've worked together for about a, a little bit over a year. And he's a great guy. I know how hard he trains. I know how uh, much he loves his family um, and uh, how much he uses our CBD products. So I really do appreciate him and I can't go against him. But I don't, I, me personally, I don't think this is me being biased. Uh, Brandon Moreno, if you go and watch that fight back, it's available on YouTube. Brandon Moreno versus Davidson Figueredo. I believe Brandon Moreno won that fight. Yes, Davidson Figueredo maybe had more power shots, but Brandon Moreno tagged him up more. I felt like Brandon Moreno was the fighter who did more had more takedowns. He's the one who did more damage on the ground. He progressed when he was on the ground. And then two, um, David Figueredo accidentally kicked him in the nuts last time. Didn't seem so accidental, but he got a point deducted because of that. And that's what led to the controversial draw. Still, I don't think it was a draw. He, David Figueredo, I believe is 20-0-1 or 21-1, something like that. Um, so yeah, people, a lot of people thought Davis and Figueredo was unbeatable, but Brandon Moreno was that guy to bring him back down to earth. So Moreno is my pick for this fight. He's a plus 185 underdog. Also, uh, Brandon Moreno is known for literally having a chin of steel. Okay. And, uh, I, I don't think Brandon gets knocked out. Brandon really isn't a knockout artist. So I don't really see Figueredo getting knocked out. And for this fight to go the distance, it's plus 100, which means it'll go all five yard, uh, five yard, all five rounds, and it'll come down to the judges' scorecards. So if that's something you'd like to bet, that is plus 100. And for me, again, I'm choosing Brandon Moreno, and Brandon Moreno's number one path to victory is through a decision. He has the better gas tank. He, he he's a, not a, as powerful as Figueredo. He's more like tag you up, touch you. I mean, he still has good. I mean, he kicks, he punches. He is, he's very versatile. He, he has a, he doesn't have any glaring weakness. So I would say he's more well-rounded, rounded than Figueredo. And because of that, his path to victory is via decision. And the, the decision on DraftKings Sportsbook is plus 333. If you would like to get some increased odds there. Okay. Now, Going into Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz. Like, what a top three fight. Like, that is crazy. So, Leon Edwards is coming in as minus 560 against Nate Diaz, which is an, a crazy, crazy high favorite. Um, Nate hasn't fought in since he uh, – Masvidal. That's who he fought last, Masvidal. And he's – He's been touched up so many times. I believe it's his right eye that there is so much scar tissue that if he gets hit there once, that eye just busts open. And because of that, I don't see Nate Diaz winning this fight. I mean, yes, he is plus 400. He's a huge underdog for a reason. Leon Edwards is extremely talented. Uh, Leon Edwards fought Bilal Muhammad in his last matchup, and he had that eye poke, which uh, 
I think it was a no contest because of it. And they had to stop the fight. But Leon Edwards was dominating that fight against Bilal Muhammad. It wasn't the most exciting fight in the world, but Leon Edwards was dominating. And any fight with Nate Diaz, you can basically expect it to be stand-up the entire time. Nate Diaz did not, does not have that much power. He's more like a, a touch you up, wear you out, and then take advantage when you're tired. Now, Leon Edwards, on the other hand, he's known for having a good gas tank. He's known for having good stand-up. He's known for having good ground game. He's a much stronger fighter than Nate Diaz. He's a, he's a more intimidating looking fighter than Nate Diaz. And then when you, when you look at uh, Leon Edwards too, he does like, people don't realize that his history is he was a street fighter. Like this guy, this guy is about it. And he's very similar to Nate, but just from a different side of the world. Um, I believe it's from England or something like that. But uh, uh, I hope I'm not wrong, but uh, he's, I know he's got an accent either way. Either way, I'm going Leon Edwards minus 560 in this fight. I think this is an easy victory over Nate Diaz. Nate, I love Nate, but it's, his time has just come. It's over. And to me personally, I expect it to be a TKO rather than a KO. I think uh, Leon Edwards knows that I can be split open very easily, and he's going to try and work it. And once that eye starts going, it's going to start gushing. And that's how uh, technical knockouts occur because the refs are forced to stop the fight to protect that eye. Okay, so that's kind of what I'm expecting to happen here. Leon Edwards also knows that the winner of this fight potentially gets a shot at the championship belt. And that's what Leon Edwards has been going after. Um, so I think this is a very big fight for Edwards. I mean, Diaz is more just kind of in it for the payday right now. Like he says he wants a shot at the title and stuff like that. I don't believe that. He comes out and interviews and says how, like, I am the championship fight. Yeah, in a way you are because you've built up your name so people can make money off it and you can make money off it. So, hey, if that's the championship for you, that's awesome, man. Go for it. But you're not, I'm sorry, Nate Diaz ain't even a top five fighter right now. It's not even close, you know. Um, he wouldn't be able to beat Covington or any of those guys. So, either way, um, I like Edwards again, minus 560, and I like the, KO slash TKO at plus 130. So that's one thing about the UFC too that's interesting. Like you can parlay a lot of these separate fights together and you can generate some insane odds. Like absolutely crazy. I mean, it's the fight game. So it is very, very hard to pick five fights just because, you know, you get touched up and once in the chin and you're down and that's the fight. But now and then you can, you can get that shit right. So, and I, and I hope, uh, I hope this card is it for you guys. You know, because there are there are three majority of them are big favorites like Adesanya minus 275, uh, Figueredo, he's minus 250 or something. Leon Edwards minus 560, Bilal Muhammad minus 230, Jamal Hill minus 286, who is a, a knockout artist. Um, but one of those guys, I mean, to me, it's Moreno, but one of those guys is probably going to be upset. And I'm sorry, Moreno beating Figueredo is what I'm saying at the plus 185 underdog, because that is what happened in the fight game. It's very rare that you see every single favorite hit. The underdog is hitting at about 38% this year. So, you know, that is going to happen at some point. Okay. And then in the last fight, it is Jamal Hill. Um, I forget who he's even facing off against right now, but he is a minus 286 favorite in that fight this guy is uh he's a knockout artist he's a knockout artist this guy came from uh the ultimate fighter um one off of the ultimate fighter in 
essentially extreme fashion. And I had just been knocking people out left and right ever since. So, uh, yeah, he, uh, Paul Craig, that's who he's fighting. Paul Craig, he's like this tall guy from is it Sweden or something like that. But uh, no, I'm not, I'm not positive on that one. But Hill is such a knockout artist that his KOTKO is minus 125. I don't even know, like, that's like one of those fights where it's like, man, do I even want to bet that? Like minus 125 to knock someone out? I don't know. That might be one I just stay away from. Um, for for him to win by finish, which is submission or knockout, tech, technical knockout, that's minus 139. I might just ride with that one, or I would just stay away from this fight. Like if the odds just aren't there and it has the potential to bust your parlay with one stupid thing, then I just stay away from it. For me, I'm probably going to be focusing on the Adesanya, Moreno, Edwards, and Muhammad fight. Um, I th- did I skip the Muhammad fight? Because either way, I had Bilal Muhammad minus 230. Um, he's facing Damian Maya, who's who's a vet, you know. But I think Bilal Muhammad is just the better fighter here. And then I think Muhammad does this in a decision. Uh, Muhammad really isn't someone who, like, knocks people out or – even some, I mean, he does, but as he's progressed in his, his career, it's gone for, uh, further be, uh, between. And uh, Damian Maya is a vet. So I think he, I don't think Maya's one who's going to get knocked out or get submitted. So I do, I like that decision at plus two or plus 110. I'm sorry. So let's go over my UFC picks one last time. I got Israel Adesanya straight up, which is minus 275 or plus 188 knockout on DraftKings Sportsbook. I got Brandon Moreno plus 185 to go. The distance is plus 100. I don't really see either of these guys getting knocked out. So you have some options with this one. And then also Brandon Moreno, if he's going to win, I think it's going to be by decision. And that's plus 333. From there, we have Leon Edwards over Nate Diaz at minus 560. And I like Leon Edwards to split that cut back open and to earn a technical knockout at plus 130. Then moving to Bilal Muhammad over Damian Maya. I like him at minus 230. And then I like the Muhammad by decision at plus 110. He's kind of a boring fighter. And I think that continues with the savvy vet going against, he's going against um, Damian Maya. And then to finish, uh, Jamal Hill against Paul Craig. I think that's the dude's name. Yeah, Paul Craig. Um, Hill is minus 286. He is a big time knockout artist. Uh, He's pretty sharp, actually. I mean, John Bones Jones has even tweeted at him and kind of gave him a round of applause for his opponent because his striking is very, very good. He's good in the clinch as well. He's good at keeping people at distance. So again, I like Hill here at minus 286. Um, If you were to do anything, uh, I would just say for Hill to win inside uh, inside the three rounds, which is a minus 136. So that's just basically winning by knockout or winning by submission. Okay. So you have some options there. And uh, so, yeah, those are my picks for today and tomorrow. We, we have some exciting, uh, it's going to be an exciting weekend. You know, now that we have playoff basketball rolling basically almost every single day um, on Saturday too, we have the jazz against the Clippers again. Then Sunday we have Brooklyn against the Bucks. For me, I haven't looked into those, but I'd be on the Clippers and I'd be back on Brooklyn. Okay, those are, uh, again, I've said it over and over again. I think Clippers and Jazz go to seven. I think Brooklyn wins this four to one. So, again, that's what I'd be going with, guys. So, real quick, to give you one last recap of everything, if you are taking some of these picks, 
Um, with the NBA, I have Sixers minus one. I have under 224.5. I have Trey Young over 27.5. Okay. For the Suns, I have Suns plus two, the over 223.5, and then Devin Booker over points, whatever that may be. It hasn't been released. I expect it to be 27.5 or 28.5. And then lastly, going with UFC 263, Israel Adesanya minus 275, Brandon Moreno plus 185, Leon Edwards minus 560, Bilal Muhammad minus 230, and Jamal Hill minus 286. Okay, I did give specific ways that they can win, but that's going to take too long for me to go over all of that. And again, guys, Brandon Moreno, root for the Serenity Medical CBD athlete. I can't tell you how much it means to me to have an athlete like that on our roster. We also have Kyler Phillips of the UFC, and then we also have Cody Stamen in the UFC. And, you know, like Cody Stamen is from Sparta, Michigan. You know, he used to train in Canton, Michigan. So I do my best to get these Michigan guys. Like I have another, I have a CrossFit athlete named Anthony Davis. He trains over in, uh, he was in Holland, Michigan. Now he's actually, uh, he's at a competition right now um, for CrossFit. And again, we try and get these, these hometown guys, you know, Brian Stewart from, uh, who went to Oakland college, you know, and that's what we want to work with. Cause we want to build up this community. We want to build up the Metro Detroit area because like I, me personally, I feel like Metro Detroit gets slept on hard. And you hear about all these, you hear about Boston all the time. You hear about New York all the time. You hear about LA stuff like that. So we want to be one of those, those spots that brings back Detroit. You know, we want to get like, I want to get Tori Krug on here to come talk on the podcast and maybe talk about that or just give some, uh, give an interview on how the, like the first season with the blues went. And then maybe he can give us some picks, you know, cause he's even hitting me up asking me like, Hey man, like what are, what's some good NBA plays today? So like, I'm telling you guys, Detroit sports betters is making its round. It's exciting. We really appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to us and hopefully taking advantage of these picks. Cause you know, uh, the first couple podcasts, my picks were really hot, doing well. And last time, I think I went two and four and Bogey went four and one. So Bogey, Bogey had the, the hot picks in the last podcast, which is awesome. So that shows we have more people that you can kind of choose from who have some good picks. And again, I've always told you I'm NBA, NFL, UFC. If I don't know it, you're not going to hear me talk about it. So like Kyle follows hockey, Mike follows hockey. You know, so there's going to be other people and we're trying to build up other people within this group. People reach out to me all the time. They're like, hey, man, I want to be part of DSB. What can I do? This and that. Like the best thing you can do, like everyone saw me do it. You know what I'm saying? I was the first person in the group to start posting articles. I just went on a whim and I was like, hey, maybe people would like this. You know, you guys can do the same thing. That's what the group is for, to build your own personal brand. And once you have built your own personal brand and you've proven that your picks are good and you know what you're talking about. And that's why I say explain picks. We can get you on the podcast. I can get you on the videos, stuff like that. You know, like we want people to be part of this, but you also have to prove it. Like people reaching out to me and just being like, Hey man, how can I become part of it? It's not like, we're just gonna be like, Hey, come on. You're, you're part of the team. Like we got to see some stuff too. You know what I mean? So that's what I can say. Post on the page, post videos, you know, do, do what you got to do. You have to build your brand. No one's ever going to do it for you. And if you've been someone who uh, was in this group from the beginning, you definitely saw me do that. You know, um, you got you to gotta prove yourself, especially in the, in the gambling game, because in the gambling game, everyone thinks they're, they're an expert, you know. And truth be told, Vegas is the only expert. So we just got to keep trying to get better. Um, 
so yeah guys as always thank you for tuning in i appreciate it if you are not uh following detroit sports Batters on facebook please become a member of that group because by the time nfl gets here it's going to be absolutely bumping and uh I can't wait because the NFL is the best time of the year. We haven't even ha had like any Michigan versus Michigan state talk, which <laughs> probably gonna have to be monitoring the page pretty good for that one. Cause I am, I'm a diehard Michigan fan. Uh, Michigan is the only team in the world that when they lose, I just close my door. I lock it and I don't come out for a day or so. So yeah, we're definitely going to have some good, some good talk with that. And uh, yeah, guys keep, tell your friends about us, you know, keep adding the Twitter Detroit betters the Instagram, Detroit Sports Betters. And yeah, like I said, the Facebook, we have the Discord now. We're starting to get some tournaments out there. Uh, have had some talk with Bally Sports about helping out and doing some stuff with the group. Um, another thing called Hot Mike. So we got some cool stuff coming. And as always, I appreciate you guys tuning in. I am Matt Koalas, the admin for Detroit Sports Betters. And if you wouldn't mind, toss us a like, toss us some good reviews because me, Mike, and Kyle, we, dude, I can't lie. We work our fucking ass off doing some of this shit. So we all have other jobs. We all have other businesses that we own. And, uh, you know, this is just a big passion for us. And again, as always, we're just trying to bring you the best information possible. So as always, have a great Friday, guys. Best of luck and best of luck in this UFC card Saturday. And then again, if you're betting the NBA Saturday or Sunday, Let's get it. I'll probably release a video or something this weekend, too, or um, an article in, in regards to the UFC card. So let's get it. Happy Friday. Happy weekend. This is Matt Koalas, admin of Detroit Sports Betters, owner of Serenity Medical CBD, and I am out. Have a good one, y'all.